Ah, spring is in the air and Mother's Day is just around the corner. Last year you gave her flowers. The year before that, flowers. The year before that, yep, you guessed it, flowers. This year, how about flowers and the gift of music? Take her to the old rock house for Deb Stock 2023. Free Tree, Russo and Company. You drive me to drink, so I drink and drive another nail into the railroad ties. Once my track's finished, on board I climb and I'll ride right through the night. Hey. Ryan Shaney. I'm on the edge. I'm looking down and I don't see the bottom. Can you forget? Emily Wallace. I just want a simple life in St. Louis. I I just want to spread some love in South City. And comedian Meredith Hopping. Doors open at 2.30 and the show is from 3 to 7. Advanced tickets are $15 and $20 at the door. This is a benefit for glioblastoma brain cancer. Advanced tickets can be purchased through etix.com. It's Debstock 2023 at the Old Rock House on May 14th. Featuring Russo and Company, Ryan Janey, Emily Wallace, and comedian Meredith Hopping. We hope to see you there. Don't forget the flowers. Hey everybody, Shane Presley here, Rock Paper Podcast. Thank you so much for tuning in to another brand new episode Today's features Luminol. Had a lot of fun getting to know a little more about them and uh, their music and upcoming shows this summer and uh, all their plans. So, hope you enjoy it. And uh, I do have a big show of my own. I'd love to see you at on uh, May 14th, Old Rock House, Sunday, Mother's Day. And uh, we'll be over there 3 to 7 p.m. Uh, this is a show I put on in my mother's memory, raising funding and awareness for brain cancer patients. So uh, I lost my mother in 2019 to glioblastoma brain cancer. And putting together this show, trying to help out some mothers in need. So join us, Mother's Day. Bring mom down. Have a good time. And uh, we'll be there 3 to 7. Tickets are $15 in advance, $20 day of show. And uh, I have an incredible lineup of a bunch of my great friends, uh, Russo and Company, Emily Wallace, Ryan Chaney, and uh, Meredith Hopping hosting, doing some comedy for us. And uh, it's going to be a lot of fun. I can't wait for it. And I really uh, hope you join us. And uh, if you'd like, uh, we've got some t-shirts available also if you want to support in that way reach out email me at rockpaperpodcast at gmail.com rockpaperpodcast slash debstock uh, for more info take a link everything else uh, again old rock house may 14th sunday 3 to 7 p.m a big thank you again to uh, my friends at friendship brewing company for their continued support of this show let's come on out uh, you know we're getting into spring it's great patio weather Come out and hang out at our Friendship Brewing Company in Wentzville. Serving up all your craft beer needs with over 25 rotating taps out there. I'm sure to got a beverage just right for you. Uh, we got some delicious food, all kinds of uh, burgers and nachos and flatbread pizzas and uh, all kinds of weekly specials. And uh, they do a lot of great live music on the weekends on thursdays they've been doing singo bingo night so thursday may 4th you can be out there for singo bingo friday may 5th dennis and brad o'hagan and saturday may 6th steve kyle and sunday may 7th james jones you can full, find their full concert calendar, beer menu, food menu, and everything else at friendshipbrewingcompany.com. Be sure to get plugged in on uh, your Facebook and Instagram. Follow along with them there. Uh, if you're uh, needing a gift for mom, uh, there's, they're doing some really uh, nice Mother's Day baskets, including um, like a shirt, 
uh, a six pack of beer, I believe, um, some candles, uh, I don't know, a little, real nice arrangement. So check it out. If mom's a fan, uh, you can bring home a mother's day gift basket for her. And, um, you can find those on the website and uh, Facebook and stuff. So I think they're $45 for that. And, um, but yeah, it'd be a nice surprise for mom. And if you a little, maybe a little different than just getting her some flowers again this year. Uh, again, join us, uh, May 14th, Mother's Day. We'll be there. And, uh, that's it for me, everybody. Uh, if you need anything from me, feel free to reach me at rockpaperpodcast.com. Hit me up on the socials. Email me rockpaperpodcast at gmail.com. I would love to hear from you. And with that out of the way, sit back, relax, and enjoy this brand new episode with Luminol. Um, a podcast is kind of like a, it's like a radio show that's not on the radio. It's on, it's on the internet. Does that make sense? Uh-huh. Yeah. <laughs> that's also like my mom. Uh, it makes it sound more confusing, doesn't it? Uh, it sounds like this. We're, We're Luminol. And you're listening to Rock Paper Podcasts. Rock Paper Podcasts. Scissors beat paper, paper covers rock. Rock beat scissors, Shane covers nonstop. Never know what new kind of guests that he's got coming at you. Live and direct on the spot could be rock, folk, country, or hip hop, jazz. All kind of folks that he has. Could be an artist or a comedian to make you laugh on the Rock Paper Podcast. Double decker fudge round rolling Shane coming at you live and direct from ground zero. He's your hero. He's your bestie. Rock paper podcast with Shane Presley. Rock paper podcast. Hey everybody, Shane Presley here. Rock paper podcast coming to you from St. Louis, Missouri. Hanging out today with Luminol. So, hello. Welcome yeah. to the show, everyone. Uh, I guess uh, before we get rolling too far, you want to go around and everybody introduce themselves for those listening? Yeah, I'm Jaden. I play lead guitar. I'm Nick. I play rhythm guitar. I'm Doug. I am vocals. I'm Alice. I play bass. And sometimes you... And Back sing a little bit. Sing together and and our, our drummer is not here. He's Ian. sick. Uh-oh. But that's Ian. But he's the best. And we love him. Yeah. We do love Ian. And Brandon is also not here. He uh, is getting ready to graduate with his PhD. And he will be leaving us, unfortunately. But he's still going to be working on music. So he'll still be a part of the creative process. Yeah. Well, that's, uh, well, you know, bit, kind of bittersweet that he's got the PhD, but that uh, won't be... Yeah. Involved as much, work, yeah, for sure. Uh, well, yeah, this is uh, this is cool. I'm excited. Uh, we tried doing this once before. Uh, I'll just be transparent, and uh, I had tech issues on my end. A lot. It was one of the lost episodes. So yeah, I appreciate <laughs> appreciate you uh, you guys uh, having me back out and do a take two on this. And uh, oh, yeah, dude. But, yeah, thanks for coming out. But I feel Thank like you. we got a lot. Uh, you know, like that was a, a fun hang but now we even got more stuff to talk about we got uh, a lot of yeah. great shows coming up that you are a part of this and summer so uh yeah i feel like you know maybe it worked out for a reason sometimes yeah yeah but uh sure. absolutely yeah but we yeah. uh and i guess i want to say uh before we get rolling too far uh big congrats to alice on her recent marriage yeah, Thank yeah. You. yeah. yeah. nino it's Nino. Yeah. The best. Nino is, Nino is our was husband now. Fiance. Yeah. Now he's the band husband. Yeah, yeah. collective husband. He's working though. Yeah. Uh but that was uh yeah, it was exciting. I mean, like uh I remember uh we were kinda talking about it on the last one. Now it's official. So Yeah. 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 Very cool. It's been a uh, week and a half. Yeah. <laughs> How's married life so far? Uneventful. <laughs> <laughs> Different than it was All right. before. New world, <laughs> been reborn. Yeah. Well, I uh, I know. Um, so I guess let's kind of start at the beginning. I know this. Uh, you guys have been we're creeping up on two years as a band. Yeah. And twenty twenty one. Uh. Well, how did what was like? Uh. I forget now. What was like the how this things how we started? Every, like you. Well, Facebook. Yeah, Facebook. I made, I made a I made a Facebook post right. like 
probably two years ago at this point. I don't know how long it was before I made the post and then Nick and Alice replied, but it was probably, I don't know, we'll just say it was about two years ago. Right. And I was like, hey, does anyone, because I was really, I'm really into like, I like shoegaze a lot, obviously, and psych- psychedelia, but I also really am into like uh, new wave and no wave and industrial. And I was like, hey, does anyone want to make any kind of industrial music or, you know, anything of that nature? You know, this is a synopsis of what I said. And Nick was like, sure. Alice commented. I knew who, I knew, I've known Alice for a long time, but she said that she was in- interested and then. I think someone else did do, but they never really. They never. Yeah. Um, and we were like, Nick was like, sure. So Alice and I, on my sister's birthday, that's, that's funny, that's, her birthday is the same as our anniversary. Yeah. <laughs> drove to Nick's apartment, this guy we'd never met before. Very well could have killed us. I could have killed him. I still can. <laughs> <laughs> Don't get too comfortable. Yeah, but now it now, now, be a little bit more shocking. Yeah. <laughs> and um so plan all um, along and uh we went up and we worked on a demo of a nine inch nails cover that will never see the light of day it was the single worst thing i've ever recorded as a professional musician and then we're like well let's move let's move and do a different we both like this other kind this other genre this other wheelhouse maybe we should try that so we wrote one song that hasn't come out yet, and then we wrote another one called Halfway Gone, which is the first one that we put out. Yeah. That's yeah, a little, bit of, a, little, a little bit of trial and error, too. Like, you know, with uh, whenever you start a new group, there's always a little bit of, like, uh, growing pains and, like, like figuring out how to work together and, yeah. like, uh, like, recording and also, like, composition and everything. But, um, yeah, I mean, once... You know, we've been trying to make a new song for about a month and uh halfway gone just kind of came together in a night and, and worked out that way. So yeah, he wrote the uh he wrote an instrumental that was cool and then we thought we could uh I don't know what what the right word would be. We thought we could expand down a little bit. So the instrumental for Halfway Gone is actually the second instrumental. The first there was there was one that was kind of a demo that you remember it at all that existed yeah. before it. And then uh yeah, the second instrumental is the one that's on the track that's out right now. Yeah. And I put lyrics and the vocal melody to it. With songs like Dorian and Parallels, I kind of um, help, I, I, I helped out a bit with the with writing the instrumentals as well, but with Halfway Gone and then some of the other ones, Nick's just put some together. He's like, hey, you want to put a vocal melody on it? And I'm like, sure. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> uh, well, that's cool that... Uh the, you know, to bring in bring in a gr- group of uh, you know, relatively uh, strangers, you know, together yeah. and and making it work for uh, this long already and stuff. You know, it's like that's pretty pretty cool to bring in uh, bringing everybody together and and yeah. figuring it all out. How we we have common ground here to work on. Let's like figure this out and yeah. and we all uh, became friends since since then. Yeah, yeah. yeah. it all kind of came together because. Yeah. Uh, Alice, we joke that Alice is our first and third bassist. I am. I am. I had to move. I was moving in with Nino, actually. Yeah. So I moved to Rala and could not participate and then came back in last September. Yeah. Doug hit me up to sub for a gig and then I never had. left. Yeah. Woo! Okay. That was Goblin. I may have just picked up, but if you, for those that are listening and can't see... I currently, I currently can't move. He's a very cute cat <laughs> on his lap. But I'm kind of boy, paralyzed boy, from the waist down. It's my cat. She has a lot of opinions about everything. So. Yeah. <laughs> All right. Uh, Alice, do you have anything else you want to say about our neck, about our kind of uh, yeah, together? Yeah, so we, um, we brought in my friend Brandon a little bit because we needed some help with production. So he he's a whiz. really, really helped out with that. He's great at what he does with production. Oh, he's he's a DJ, too. too. He goes by Ip You Like That. Um, He's easy to find on Instagram. Um, and then pretty much around the same time, we also brought in Jaden, too. I, I play a little bit of guitar. I uh, came in, played some slide guitar with a lot of fuzz, a lot of distortion, and a little bit of reverb. And yeah. We were like, this is exactly what we've been looking for. <laughs> yeah. It was yeah. fun. We, we, we kind of just recorded until about... June of last year is when we started rehearsing at Utopia, and we got um, we kind of got started with the live 
because with doing live, we really wanted to. A friend, a friend of mine, was our original live basis, but he had some personal issues. So Alice came in clutch, and that ended up liking playing with us. So mm-hmm. I got moved to drums, demoted, and then <laughs> I got moved back from drums to guitar. So yeah. Then after that, we brought in Ian, yeah, who could make it today, but he is. An excellent drummer, and he's just awesome person all around. We we love him. Yeah. yeah. What was uh What was that first uh, stage show? That was at the Sinkhole. Yeah. And it was me, Nick, Alice, Jaden, and Brendan. We played with Spaceface, which Jake Engels. He was in the Flaming Lips for a while, and then he started. Oh, I think Spaceface was something he was doing while he was in the Flaming Lips, but he left. The Flaming Lips with a guitar tech who was also with the Flaming Lips to put more time or really all of his effort into Space Face. And they've been touring for a couple of years. And yeah. we reached out to Sinkhole just because we heard about them. We wanted to play our first gig and we kind of got paired to open up for them. And that was cool. Nice. Yeah, it was great. It, it was, was a, a cool first show. Really cool first show to like be able to work with a band like that. Yeah. 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 That's a. Uh I don't know. I just I've never been in that situation, like uh, in a band or anything. But you know, I just know like it's got to be very uh, nerve wracking. Just uh, you know, just stressful trying to get uh, get ready and get well, that to, first time was yeah right. You know, just, absolutely, for that show we probably did thirty hours of rehearsal. Yeah, there. like no, no joke. Totally like there show. was one time. I mean, the Saturday before the show, I had it, there'd been a long like Doug had mentioned there'd been a long gap in between recording and playing shows. And I did not write down how I wrote, how I played my solo in one of the songs. So I had to lock myself in a, in a practice room by myself at Utopia, like the yeah. day of the show to figure out how to learn it. And thankfully I did, but it, it was write down your stuff, yeah, I, yeah. <laughs> write down your stuff. Yeah. I think we had four or five rehearsals that week of the show. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Any musician will tell you that like their first couple of shows, right? A lot of, I mean, we, I still, I still get, I don't know if nervous is the right word. I still, I guess, I guess, like I said, I still get a little nervous for each show, but like those first couple of shows, you get pretty nervous for them, right? You know, and then, um, and then after it, you know, you're like, you know what I mean? Yeah. Like that. I remember though, like that first show, we played it. We went up there. I think we opened. We played after Nine Volt, which is another shoegaze great band shoegaze band. Yeah. Check them out. They just released a single. Nice. Yeah, and Nick and I and. And Jaden, because I think you, I think you had to go. I did. The three, the I three, had a the, final. The, the three of us were standing there, and we're like, <sighs> you know what I mean, it was fun, but I don't think I could sleep that night, honestly. Like, <laughs> yeah, yeah, I think I was up to like three or four. And the St. Cole's a bit of a tiny. We like it's a bit of a tinier place, so right. it's a little. It gets a little warm in there for a band our size. It's, it's hard to make it work. It's a great venue, but it's yeah. you know, blocking the back. We're a little we're confined. Big band with big people. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. <laughs> Much of tall, yeah. Bunch of tall people. In this tall us. Tall us. Tall AF. Well, let's uh, let's talk about some of the music uh, we. we um, I guess your uh, your most uh, current single right now, and uh, doing very well on uh, the streamers and stuff. You have parallels out there. We uh, yeah. Let's talk. Um, this is uh, uh, anything we need to talk about with this song? Uh, some some stuff we could talk about. Yeah, I think. Um, I, I mean, everyone's kind of was a part of that one, but I think uh, I really am a big My Bloody Valentine fan. They have a song called Slow that they did in their EP days in the late 80s before they made all the stuff that they're known for. And this got really, really loud and um, distorted and kind of, you know, just just a really booming, heavy bass that goes to the whole thing. And I really liked that. So I kind of came to Nick and I'm like, hey, I think this could be kind of a cool point, inspirational point to go off of. So that's where that big bass comes from you know which is goes through the whole song yeah
Yeah, that was the um, that was a song that we wrote with uh, pretty much shortly after Jaden and Brendan had joined up, um, and and that definitely has a lot of Brendan's production on it. Yeah, I mean, he like he he really cleaned up that song and made it sound the way it is. It's it's like that's one of my favorite parts about that track is just that wall of sound that you kind of get hit with. Yeah. Yeah, man. It seems to be the original people. Well, people like our ones that we've we've written a couple as a uh, as a full group that haven't come out yet, but but the all the ones that we wrote before Alice and Ian joined, it seems to be the one people like the most. Yeah, yeah, we've got a few in the tank that we haven't we haven't recorded. That's so uh, it's gonna be what the new something the new music coming out this summer is yeah, gonna be yeah. is those three tracks that we have. One of those tracks is coming out. Is gonna, we're trying to put that one out in the middle of May, so pretty soon here. Yeah. Um, yeah, that's exciting. Get some uh, some new tunes on Play the way. Two of them live, so people might know which good reception so far. So mm-hmm. yeah, we'll see how it goes. Yeah, yeah, that's always uh, fun though. I would I would imagine like uh, do you know just getting getting to start playing that new material and getting that response right away, like mm-hmm. you know live and seeing what people think of them and kind of help uh, yeah get an idea of what what's uh be the next single to push and stuff which which one pops that people were yeah and stuff, what's so. great is that alice and ian obviously are huge integral parts of this band and we wouldn't be able to do what we do without them so i i mean can't speak for alice but i imagine that it's probably pretty awesome for them to be able to like finally be a part like have written have written contributions to some of the songs that we play oh it is yeah yeah Ian and I were the last ones to join, so like everything that's out right now, even though we play it live, we do not play on those tracks, and so this, it'll be really exciting. Be fun. This iteration of the band is pretty new. I mean, it's right. like we've had this full lineup since October, so I mean, yeah. you know, six months or so, mm-hmm. give or take. Mm-hmm. But yeah, what uh, I was thinking, like, um, you know, you guys spend a lot of time together at practices and mm-hmm. and playing gigs and stuff, but. But like, do you, do we get to do a lot like much hanging out like not music related? Lots of karaoke. Lots of karaoke. Oh, and some sandwiches. Yeah. Lots, yeah. Of, lots of sandwiches. Yeah. Yeah. Alice what? works at. Sure, she'll shout it out too. To Union loafers. Yeah. Like uh, in, in the Grove area, and uh, they have sandwiches during the day and pizza in the evening, and um, you know, a couple times after shows, or even sometimes just you know. On on a limb, we'll go. We'll go get some of us. will get pizza. Some of us will go get sandwiches. Yeah, so. and I will serve them pizza and or sandwiches. And it's really really good, actually. Nice. Pretty We're not, not even being nice. It's really good. Yeah, yeah this is not sponsored. It's just <laughs> delicious. But if you do want to sponsor us, right. loafers, we are <laughs> open for yeah. bribes. Sean, Ted, I'm looking at you. Yeah, yeah, that would be. Uh, I definitely. Uh, I mean, I work for food too. You know, I'll, I'll take some pizzas and sandwiches. And <laughs> hey, man, you should go check it out. Yeah. Usually, you want to reserve for the pizza. Yeah, I dinner. Think. Make a reservation. Uh, yeah. Unrelated, but our new song is called "Spinach Pizza." <laughs> Since <laughs> when? Just now learning nothing that. to do with. Uh, we're actually, just, yes, it I'm does. Just it now does. learning that. Yeah. Yeah, <laughs> just we all are. Just playing. <laughs> what? Uh, what? What kind of? What's the like go-to karaoke stuff? What's the? Do we they get, do more of the karaoke than Jaden and I have done. Yeah. The I, last time I did karaoke, I did tequila. Quick <laughs> <laughs> crowd pleaser. Right. I did karaoke last night. I did a lot. <laughs> a lot. I do it every week, though. Yeah. So. I haven't done that. In a, I haven't done karaoke in a long time, but well, I do. Hit I do me it. Up. Yeah. Also. Yeah, you can start ball. hanging out with us on Thursday. Yeah. All right. Nick had a pretty baller <laughs> New Year's party. Oh, yeah, we, we, had, we had a karaoke too. party here for New Year's, and I allegedly did karaoke. But <laughs> <laughs> one time we did karaoke. <laughs> do not remember. Oh yeah, we did karaoke at Utopia, and I tried to do tequila, and I messed it up. <laughs> <laughs> the one word. <laughs> yes, <laughs> just the last one. Oh yeah, I forgot about it. <laughs> that was fun. Yeah, that last one stinks. It's a little quick. Yeah. <laughs> tequila. Tequila. Vodka. That was like. That was like <laughs> yeah, we did a little secret Santa within the band. Uh, in December, and we had a little kind of a little party in the rehearsal space we were at, and had some food, and did karaoke, and gave nice. each other our gifts. We did. Yeah, we might do it again this year. Oh, nope. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> <Psych>. <laughs> All right. Well, we do. Uh, we have a bunch of great shows coming up. Uh, talking about live shows, and 
<laughs> busy coming uh, shaping up to be a pretty uh, busy summer for you all yeah. and uh, with, with new music and these new shows so we got uh may 1st is a uh house concert yeah uh, on a monday at, at, at the fruit basket <laughs> on a monday at yeah at fruit basket uh dm them for the address we're gonna be it's a brand new venue that they asked us to help open up so we will happily do that what is that uh, t- uh what was it tit, tit for tat tit for tat, tat stella yeah and uh stella yeah so that'd be cool like i i think i mean Seems like there's a lot more of this happening, um, you know, these kind of DIY type of shows yeah. and, uh, you know, even uh, even sinkhole to an extent is kind of that, you know, it gives you, allows you to kind of do your own thing there, build your own shows. They're, they're really, uh, you know, open to ideas like that. So, um, but, you know, having like a basement concerts, uh, house parties and stuff like that, these uh, is a seems to be quite a few places yeah. popping up there doing things like this and it's i just imagine that's a lot of fun getting to have fun with your buddies down there yeah well i, lo- I love this scene i always have but the one the one there's one thing that i there's one thing that i could change it's that i think that kids really really enjoy the music around here make a lot of the music around here and help the venue bigger venues make a lot of the money that they do through their bands and i think it's kind of unfair in a way i mean obviously everyone waits till they're turned 21 but i think it's kind of unfair in a way that a lot of these shows that you know would be interesting not only to adults but to you know 16 17 and 18 year old kids in high school are 21 plus and a lot of them can't go mm-hmm. you know so i think that it's cool that a lot of these diy venues are opening because i think that the kids in the scene deserve just as much to have a great be able to have a great time at a concert just as much as the adults do yeah yeah we don't really have uh a lot of all ages uh type of venues anymore i remember when i was coming up in high school you know this is 20 years 20 plus years ago uh but there there was a a couple of all ages type of places there was uh, one called midwest music pit and that i in wentzville where i lived at and and that's what they did. They had a lot of house, like not a lot of high school aged, uh, you know, groups playing there. And so they'd have all of our, all of our friends would show up and, you know, it was just like, uh, it was cool to have an opportunity for younger kids to get on a stage and, and show what they, their yeah. talents yeah. and stuff. We played with nine volts at off Broadway in March. And, uh, a lot of the, a lot of the audience were, uh, they were, were kids, but the great, the thing is though, is like, it's one of the best audiences I've ever played for. Yeah, they were nuts. They had they so, kids crowd they had so much fun. And I'm just like, there should be more opportunities like this sure. for kids to be able to come to these kind of shows because they were having a ball. Yeah. And it was so fun to see. They're not old enough to hurt yet. That's the problem. <laughs> <laughs> they don't exactly wake up. That. They sleep funny. They can't walk for two days. Yeah, their knees the next day. They're like struggling to get up. <laughs> they don't have that problem. I want to see a bunch of 30-year-olds move away. That was <laughs> Try it. They're like crowd surfing and yelling. and It's funny. They, they got, we said we only had one more song. They were like, oh. I'm like, these guys are awesome. Yeah. You know? And it really made me appreciate the kids in the scene. It's cool. Very nice. Well, hopefully, uh, though, some of them will come out and uh, to the fruit basket there. Then yeah. on May first, um, May 9th, you'll be at Platypus. Yep, uh, we are speaking of nine volt. We're we're waiting to see if they can do that show. But uh, if not, it'll be us, Bryce Connor, and uh, Distant Eyes for that show. Yeah. Very and cool. Bryce is behind the basement sessions, which I'm sure some people have heard about that are kind of emerging a little bit we did i think i think they've worked with we would we worked with us and then they did videotape dialogue from the fires chain link chain link me jackson has done some stuff with them like a christmas thing and then a mm-hmm. kid rocket Cheryl crow cover with bryce and then Gosh, it's getting to the point where he's doing so much I can't remember all. <laughs> yeah. if you're a band, coming up yeah. with him. <laughs> if you're a band or an artist and you want like a completely free music video a whole setup, hit him up. Like it it costs nothing. He, he like it just it's cross promotional. It's uh basement sessions STL at that's his I think yeah. it's BS Studios. BS Studios at a, if you look up Bryce Connor and uh basement sessions, you'll find him. But yeah, it's completely no charge. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I I'm think we also sure. have him tagged in our po- post that we did with him. We so did. If you go right. back to that. And he's great. 
So he's, he's going to be playing with us at Platypus as well. So Maybe. kind, so talented, humble. He's so humble. Yeah. Eventually, I imagine that it will be a charge for what he does. Sure. Because down the road, I mean, what he's doing right now is... The fact that what he's doing is free right now is pretty crazy because it's great quality. Kyle, his editor, is really, really good. Mm-hmm. And, uh, yeah. It's, man, a, take it's a passion it. project. I mean, make sure you jump on this right now while he's doing this for free because eventually it's going to take off. He's doing yeah. some cool stuff. Yeah, man. That then uh, June fourth, uh, Splash Pad. You said this is another one of uh, the, the oh, house yeah. concerts. Splash Pad is actually my coworker's DIY venue, so it's going to be a whole union loafers party. There's three employees playing. All one is hosting, <laughs> but you should pop out to that one. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It's going to be a lot of fun. You will probably get free bread if you go to that. Yeah, <laughs> I, I may or may not be bringing bread. If you do, if you go to that and you mention that you heard about the show on this podcast, we will give you bread. I'll yeah, give you, yeah. it might not be day up, but I will get you bread. It might be a little stale. <laughs> yeah. Sorry. It's <laughs> awesome. Uh, I just, uh, it was a great uh, Mitch Hedberg joke about uh, D- uh, Duck's perception of him is greatly influenced by if he has bread or not. Like, pretty good he's good yeah give them peas though don't feed ducks bread yeah makes them explode and he said mm-hmm. well he's talked about like uh he said he went to subway and he's like he just went he goes i just need bread and he's like he's like i gotta you know we gotta make a sandwich he goes but it's for a duck he goes oh well in that case here you go and oh. he's like so ducks eat for free at subway <laughs> <laughs> specious yeah literally uh, June 6th, you'll be back over at Platypus. Yeah, and that's going to be with a... Uh, it's White Ibis's first ever ban- uh, ever show. So they're going to be uh, debuting there. Um, it's got some members of Blush in that. Uh, it's kind of a heavy stoner doom band. And we're also going to be... We're both going to be supporting Feeding Fingers, who's coming in from Italy on one of their first North Whoa. American tours in a minute. So nice. really excited about that. Yeah. It'll be cool. It'll be a lot of fun. Yeah. Uh, and then uh, we got a big one uh, celebrating two years, uh, and this will be July twenty eighth at the Duck Room in Blueberry Hill, yeah, down in the Loop. Yep. Right Woo. now we got Bryce because we love Bryce, and he's been such a big part of us of our development to this point. Um, playing, and then Forgiving Tree, which is chris davis's band and Absolutely. we can all alice can tell you but all of us can tell you he's the best he we is play with him at red flag and he is wonderful. so awesome he's been so supportive and he's so fun yeah and he mm-hmm. has a podcast as well you guys should like pot it up together oh yeah comedy yeah. by coincidence yeah i think it's called isn't it i don't it's hilarious. It's, Co-pod. Um, it's on youtube all right yeah chris hippie davis is yeah. his like at on everything <laughs> Check them out. Kelly and Kelly, awesome Kelly too. is wonderful too. Their drummer Alex also, yeah, stellar dude. He does some recordings too. So he if does. you need anything for that, hit him up. Yeah, yeah. Mm-hmm. and we'll, we'll, more about that to come. Right, that's in a little mm-hmm. while, but oh, we're yeah. planning on that. But yeah, uh, you know, getting to celebrate two years, and and we'll have some new music out by then. For sure, and one of uh, the best venues in the city. Yeah, a historic venue for sure. Like, uh, it's a great space down there, and I've noticed they've been, um, you know, they've always uh, been consistent. But it seems like lately there's been a lot more for uh, local music happening down there. So it's uh, nice to see that. Yeah, there's. Um, but uh, yeah, this, that's gonna be a fun night for sure. We're very grateful for them to for uh, having us back. This will be our second time there, and mm-hmm. we, we love the staff there and the, and the venue. So yeah, yeah. I mean, we to, had we had a blast. Last yeah, time. we did. Yeah, the January show that we did with with uh, No Antics and Honey that was a great great show. Yeah, it was mm-hmm. fun. Yeah. Uh, what about uh, do you do you ever like see to hit the road and like doing uh, weekends or we anything with us? Are planning on doing that eventually mm-hmm. um we we're gonna start off by you know testing the waters and going places like columbia or right. uh springfield springfield you know at yeah. first probably that would probably be that would, if that would probably be towards like you know later like late this year like october november december area and into right. 2024 but eventually yeah eventually we want to go around 
the country at some point and yeah. show everyone moving along. Yeah. You know, I think I've got some, fun. some connections in Chicago, aisle five. They're super cool, but they're, they're really cool. They're coming, I, up, they're coming up in the uh, like the Columbia College Chicago scene. Yeah, they're like, playing, playing in a show here. They're playing a show here too. Yep. Uh, I don't know if the venue is decided yet, but they're. I think it, they were trying to do later May, <coughs> so mm-hmm. I think they're at on Instagram is io Five Chicago. So if you want to hear more about their show that they're going to do here, I would go drop them a follow. Yeah. Yeah. It's either Al5 Chicago or Al5 Band. I think they changed it to Chicago. I can't remember. <laughs> uh, but yeah, I think uh, I just think that'd be fun, especially I know obviously very difficult. I would imagine to be with six band members uh, hitting, you know, trying to everybody's schedules to align yeah. and everything yeah. else. Uh, yeah. But yeah, well, I think I think it's getting easier for us to do shows now. I mean, we still prepare, but we don't. We're not. We don't have to. We've been playing these songs for a while. So it's when muscle we, memory when, at this when point. When we had a new song, we rehearse a bit more. But I think it'll get to the point where when we're ready to do that, the you know preparing the music for the show itself will be the least of our concerns, which will make it a lot easier. And then we can worry more about a vehicle and all that. And right, you know, that that kind of stuff probably won't that that'll. If when that happens, it'll probably happen in at least a year, so that gives us a lot of time to think about it. But yeah, that's definitely something we're interested in. Yeah, yeah, I just think uh, that'd be fun to start kind of planting those seeds in different towns, like uh, yeah. and and come back and visit and you know grow an audience in all these uh, you know different markets and stuff, and try to. Um, but uh, but yeah, and that's this thing that you know obviously what's spoke about a lot being st louis here but like it's nice that we have uh you know it's an easy quick drive to a bunch of different uh cities around and yeah uh, for a weekend so we makes for touring life uh pretty easy so st louis is an excellent place to get started i just want to say to anyone who's trying to get started with any genre and you're worried that there won't be people out here that like it i can almost 100 percent guarantee you you're going to find some people because um yeah, it's just there's so many people that are interested in, you know, we do shoegaze, but also like folk, acoustic, metal, punk, yeah, stoner rock, yeah, a lot of that. Jazz. Here. You're gonna find you'll find anything here, you know. Right. Mm-hmm. It, it's not gonna it's not gonna jump out at you and say, hey, I'm here, just like, like it would somewhere like L.A. or New York, but it's it's not hard to find oh yeah yeah, mm-hmm. yeah. well it's like st louis folk singer neil is on the voice right now yeah like yeah. he's from the mighty pines and he's killing it yeah yeah yeah. yeah. yeah it is pretty cool to see him on there like i, did, I thought i was uh you used to see him at my high school like, yeah play shows there and yeah. now he's on there I'm like, right. Dang. yeah it's uh um but yeah i mean I, that's what I, I do love about st louis is we have a very eclectic uh mix of all sorts of different um, music, but also culture. Like, I mean, there's all sorts of great uh, various restaurants around and things, all sorts of different stuff. So it's yeah. there's a lot. Uh, I don't know. I really enjoy it here. There's don't a lot let of, anyone yeah. tell you there's nothing going on in San Diego. Yeah. Uh, I'm not from here. And I I thought, you know, I after I graduated college, I'd stick around for maybe a year, go back up to Chicago, and I've yeah. just stayed because I love St. Louis. Nice. Yeah. Yeah, it's awesome. What uh, now? Let's, what about uh, I was thinking like, Every, you know, speaking of St. Louis, favorite spots. Do you do you say you're going like on a, a date or something? Like, is there what's your like go to spot you would like to go visit? Is there a, do you have a a secret uh, like a favorite spot that you you like to you visit, or is there uh, something like that? Like, I is there? Love. I used to live in the Lafayette Square neighborhood, and I love Square One Brewery. Yeah. Um. Yeah, I mean, there's a brewery cool, but they also have the absolute best pub food you can find. And it's almost to the point where it's so good that it's not even pub food anymore. It's just, like, genuinely really good. Right. They're over there near... There's a restaurant called Mayo Ketchup next to there, too. They're... they're, they're I think they're near, like, Tucker and, like, Frenchtown Records and that whole... Soulard, that whole area. They're really good. It's yeah. my favorite. We else got one? Uh, found on Locust is always pretty oh, great. Yeah. Classic, yeah. Always. 
went there for the first time last year and i think we've been like four or five times since but yeah it's it's a great spot hell yeah st louis has a bunch of really good breakfast places like Tiffany's Diner, which is literally like what a block away. Yeah. <laughs> That's hella good. They've been open since the fifties. I really, really, really love the shack. Probably a little too much. Ian and I go there a lot. The shack. Yeah. The shack is awesome. Their pancakes. I've are heard of it. I've just never been. Oh, it's more of a county. But yeah. It's so really good. It is delicious. Also, St. Louis has a bunch of all-you-can-eat sushi places. Yeah, sushi and AI. We yeah. I I go hard. I take it very seriously. Yeah, yeah we we uh, I think we swore off sushi AI for about six months since the last time yeah. that we went. It was it was quite a bit. I really like Jimmy John's. Yeah, <laughs> <laughs> oh, St. Louis original. Right it's there. a specialty. Right. <sighs> Although, like other sandwich shops, Blue City Deli. Yeah insane Vinny is oh, yeah. such a cool dude they have live music not every day like i think saturdays they used to do a lot more used to do thursdays and saturdays yeah. uh and then i think that just has got more difficult with okay. uh business was growing and they just didn't have the space for bands yeah. and patrons and oh yeah it was like it was, it was there were some nights that were like packed in there it was like it was oh it's like sardines yeah if you <laughs> plan on going there though Plan on waiting. Yeah. Like, get there hella early. Oh, yeah. Also, but it's worth it. Just want to shout out real quick. Uh, Jerem, my buddy, Jeremy Miller. He owns Dead Wax Records on Cherokee, which is... They just moved to a new location, it, which is right across the street from the Mud House, which is a restaurant that's awesome that Jeremy used to own. But now it's kind of cool because they are right across from each other, and the new Dead Wax Records location has a upper floor too and i've known jeremy for years ever since i was a kid he's awesome and uh yeah go check out dead wax records and get my house before or after mm-hmm. you can't go wrong <coughs> yeah that uh i haven't been to dead wax in a while they but they did uh they used to have a little space in the back and they had i was in there one night with uh beth bombara and john calvin abney and that was like super cool to yeah like an intimate songwriter and showcase and and like uh i just thought that was really a, a fun night to hanging out in the back of a record store like that and so i think that place spine bookstore is coming up and a lot of people are going there i think yeah. it's right around there too yeah they've been doing like an open mic uh yeah, people, that's a place getting popular yeah yeah i think they they'll mic on wednesdays and then like uh showcase stuff on saturday good coffee too so it's cool to see people like, supporting everybody so yeah man uh that's what it's all about we gotta it's a it's you know it's gotta all work together you know it's a nice community feel to a lot of this stuff people want to help each other out yeah that's yeah that's uh, one thing we've kind of noticed about the st louis scene is that everybody is here exception of two people i can think of but everybody here uh you know they're all really supportive <laughs> and like really want to see uh band succeed <laughs> oh, yeah, yeah, great scene. Everyone here is supportive, except for two people. <laughs> well, you can uh, you can find all these uh, show dates and uh, everything at uh, Luminal Band STL on Instagram, yep, right? Yep, yep. And uh, that's probably the the best way to get in touch with you all. Oh yeah. yeah. We so. also have uh, shoegaze.bandcamp.com. We do. You we do got that. that. Don't understand yeah. how we were able to get that, but we nobody. Yeah, people nobody aren't creative it. enough. <laughs> right. Uh, or not creative enough. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. And we keep all of our upcoming show dates. We can't do all of them right now. We have too many for Instagram's bio, but we keep everything upcoming in our, um, in our bio. Instagram bio. So yeah. if you want to. Website is in the works. Website's Tentatively. In the works. We need one. Bad. Yeah. yeah. In, in the works is in, it's in our brains and <laughs> also in our Facebook Messenger chat. And right. we know, we have, we have a general idea of how to do it. So. Yeah. We have Brendan. <laughs> We do. <laughs> Brendan has fancy letters after his name on them. Yeah, we so. do. Brendan's going to Colorado. He's still going to be. It's on a, a computer. He's so, yeah. well, He's also. He's still going to be an integral part of our creative process because we love Brendan. And we're not going to stop working with him just because he's not in the same. Studio, He'll always so. be a producer on our stuff. Yeah, yeah. yeah. we he's, have a little bit of a dependency. <laughs> Hopefully, right. we can play in Denver. Yeah. Yeah. He's a great so. producer, and he, he really knows how to like just make the mix sit. Right. Yeah. yeah. And he's very attractive. Right. Beautiful. <laughs> that is beautiful. As he does tickle those eyes. You've been so lucky so enough to see Brendan does. playing at our uh, at any of our shows. He kind of steals the show. 
Mm. So in a way, now that Brennan's not playing with us live, it's kind of going to give people more of a chance to realize like the other people in the band. <laughs> they might actually listen to the music Bre- too. It's kind of hard. Right. Every show so when we sound check, we have to have them turn the lights off of Brandon because he's just so physically beautiful that if mm. you could see all of them, he doesn't you wouldn't focus on the music at all. No, like <laughs> I think people do forget that there is actually a band playing. They right. just, they see Brendan and it's he like does Brandon. this little like sway thing while he's playing and they just <laughs> can't stop. The locks flowing. Yeah. Mm-hmm. yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. He's been the subject of many posters and all kinds of things. Yeah, yeah. he's the best. Brendan, we love you. Shout yeah. out, shout out, and Sarah, he's and cool. Sarah. Sarah is our girlfriend, mostly yeah. my girlfriend, even though she's Brendan's. <laughs> she's a really good photographer too. She is. She takes almost all of our pictures. Decent amount of the photos on her Instagram. Oh, so, from Sarah. So the band's got a girlfriend and a husband. Mm-hmm. We sure nice. do. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Nice. Mm-hmm. Actually, we have a few girlfriends. Yeah. We just like sharing around right. here. Yep. Yeah. We are socialists. <laughs> <laughs> also, um, I guess Matt Close, too. We should probably shout him out because he's done decent amount of work. A lot of people know Matt. Yeah. He's he's an odd soul guy. He's done a lot of video and photo work. And Matt's awesome. Yeah. He's also a really mm-hmm. talented musician. So yeah. check out Matt Close. K-L-O-S-E. Yeah. Yeah, Matt, Matt's always uh, out there hustling, trying to trying to do yeah. part to any, support. Any always. show you see. I like, went out to see a movie once, and I saw him in the corner of my eye running karaoke. <laughs> <laughs> I'm like, Matt? It was like the day after our show, and I'm like, yeah. what? Yeah, yeah, yeah. He's everywhere. He's yeah. awesome. Uh, all right. Uh, I've been having fun with some of these questions, and uh, get your take on uh, these. And uh, Say we get the uh, luminal box set of action figures what would you guys like to see as your your accessory to go with your your action figure oh, can i have two yeah i'll allow it it's my cats yeah you got two cats i have two cats i do actually i have a little like custom pop funko thingy oh yeah of myself and i got it when i only had one cat but it it has my cat right and a guitar with it but i would have to do both of my cats and maybe my dad pen. <laughs> <laughs> I guess a microphone would probably be the best for me. I don't know. Uh, yeah, that's kind of boring. But um, what about like a calculator? Because you're an accountant. Yeah, I do do accounting. Yeah. Real accounting, though, not OnlyFans. <laughs> and a, and a, maybe a, maybe a phone. If we're, if we're going off of my accounting, I have to talk to people all day. Yeah, it sucks, but whatever. <laughs> I think I'd have to go with a riding lawnmower. It's <laughs> because I can't wait. Is it functional? It's it's functional, but I just can't wait to like have a riding lawnmower and blast my music on Saturday at <sighs> 6 a.m. For what it's worth, you look like you own one. I know. You should make like a mini one that's actually for your head. Like it's a like hat? a razor. Like Absolutely. A- <laughs> <laughs> you know? Manscaped, we're coming for Manscaped. Yeah. <laughs> um, I... With like a boomerang. Yeah. I've never had one and I've always wanted one. They don't work as well as you'd hope they do. Um, boomerangs don't come back to you. You come back to boomerangs. (laughs) Have you seen that? (laughs) Because of the shape, you throw them and they stay still. And while the earth rotates, you come back to it. It's not real. (laughs) It's absolutely not real. (laughs) You had me convinced there for a second. Uh, How about you, Shane? What would you do? Uh, I, I mean, I don't, uh, I don't know. I'd probably, um, it's tough, but I, I would think I'd have to at least have a double decker fudge round as one accessory. Very good yeah. choice. Um, nice. Cause you know, you got to, you got to represent for the snack cakes. Mm-hmm. I can't speak for Ian, but I think that he might have a copy of a vinyl copy of Hellfire by Black Midi mm-hmm. in his hand because that's his favorite. Or that's what he's really into. Hear me out. Maybe like an actual squid because his favorite band is Squid. I don't think he'd do that. I think Ian would probably <laughs> have a pit bull. Oh, yeah? Like Ian just moved into his own place and every single time we hang out, I'm going to get a pit bull. <laughs> I don't think he'd do that either. I think he'd have a gun. 
<laughs> Big things coming. Just either a dog or something music related because Ian has his knowledge of music is just it's, if yeah. Fairweather Music Journal on Instagram, he uses it for like top one hundred, top fifty reviews of new albums. He listens to at least one like new album every day that he's never listened to. Yeah. And then just post a bunch of stuff. It's crazy. Yeah. We got a wall in our practice space where we write with Sharpie on the wall of new songs that we've been liking. It's and all I Ian's. S- it's all Ian's. <laughs> and it's like the whole wall is like filled. Yeah. I don't know yeah. about people listening, but I like to hear opinions on music just from other people, just out of curiosity what people think. And if you are that way, definitely check out what Ian's got to say. Yeah. He's also got an album of the year, which I think is linked to his Instagram. Mm-hmm. So, yeah. Very cool. Yeah, I'm always uh, digging, trying to find new stuff to listen to, and uh, where I wear my headphones at work, like you know, eight to ten hours a night. So I'm like always trying to find something to something new. Yeah, <laughs> I listen to this uh, podcast a lot uh, called The Five Hundred with Josh Adam Myers, and he talks like about Rolling Stones' Five Hundred Greatest Albums of All Time. And for him, that's where he started with, like, was trying to discover more music because he you know he like knew the hits but he didn't really like know like any album cuts really or any kind of so he started doing this as like a tribute to his friend who was a huge music fan and so he started he's been like so a lot of these like classic albums this is his first time ever listening to them and so he's like uh so he's like talking about like uh you know it's kind of funny, like he'll some there's like you know maybe like some like Bob Dylan record on there or whatever, and he's like, it made the record because he's, he's Bob Dylan, or it made the the top five hundred because he's Bob Dylan. Yeah. But it's probably not the record to start with to becoming a Bob Dylan right. fan, mm-hmm. but because uh, he's you know was already well established as being a great before this record. So he's like, it's kind of a weird introduction when you're finding out this record, like, and then so, uh, but it's interesting listening to him talk about some of these songs, and he has like a a lot of comedians and um, sometimes people that played on the records and stuff. Like he did a ZZ Top uh, Eliminator with Billy Gibbons, which was a that was, that was a nice. that was a cool episode. Um, but yeah, so it's fun to hear some of these. And but like one of them on there, they did like a White Stripes uh, Elephant. Yeah, uh, and. I was like, I remember White Stripes at the time, like in high school, like I was like, okay, it's hard, you know, it was okay. I didn't, nothing really like jumped out to me, but like listening to it now and especially listening to like more of the record and not just like the hits, uh, the singles on the radio, like I started really enjoying what they're doing. So it's, it's fun for me too, like as a fan, like to rediscovering some other music that I may have overlooked and stuff yeah. at the time. So I think I enjoy that. For every album Bob Dylan has that people know of, he's got about three or four right. that people don't know about. So if someone out there wants to make a podcast and subject themselves listening to all of his discography, would love that yeah. because I'm very curious. He's got at least 20 or 25 albums out that people don't really know about. Right. Sad. Some of it's because some of them aren't as good as others, but still interesting. So if anyone wants to make a podcast about that, you have a listener right yeah. here. All right. Or you could start it. Yeah. <laughs> you could do I it. I could start it. Be the change you want to see in the world. Okay. <laughs> Maybe I will. Waiting on the world change. Yeah. <laughs> okay, John. <laughs> uh, all right. What about, um, you know, we've, we've, uh, we've already mentioned a lot of, uh, of our uh, friends and uh, some favorite things, uh, but is there a, a dream duet or collaboration you would love to see for the group? Is there... A certain artist or somebody that you would love to link up with? Um, I would like to record a cover of All Star by Smash Mouth with Weezer. With Weezer. <laughs> yes. Pretty great. Um, and I want it to, like, we have to pick a new color for the album. Right. Um, I think Chartreuse is a really good way to go for that. Nice. Yeah. But yeah. it's it's just that song, but we still call it an album. Right. Yeah. I'd like to do a Nine Inch Nails cover with Nine Inch Nails. <laughs> yeah. Trent Reznor would hate us. And I feel so terrible about that. You get a chance to redeem yourselves from the... We can no. Try. Maybe, some, make, no. maybe someday no. make it we'll worse. try and go back. Maybe someday, years down the line, 
we'll try and go back. But for right now, we're letting uh, sleeping dogs lay. You know, right? <laughs> I have to say, I know this is so stereotypical, but Kevin Shields, I want to see how that man makes a record, makes his masters it after hearing all these stories, after hearing about how he holds up in this little cottage in, in the Northern Ireland just works on my bloody valentine records that's what he did for their 2013 album and i love it so i would just love to to see even if we don't get to work with him directly just to see how that man makes records yeah it's amazing you can make it like the movie parasite and just like just live in his, live basement. In his house maybe I'll nibble at kevin shield's ankles <laughs> yeah then you'll like figure it out <laughs> yeah learn his secrets and leave i think uh I don't know if it would really fit with our sound, but I think collaborating with David Byrne and see what kind of off the wall oh, shit he could have cool. us do yeah. Yeah. would be really cool. Or Limp Biscuit. Or Limp Biscuit. Yeah. I would. <laughs> honestly, yeah. Down. Fred Durst rapping down. on a on a chorus. I would I absolutely. Would do that. I was listening. Oh, go ahead. No, no, no. Oh, I was listening to another podcast, the Beef and Dairy Network. It's a comedy podcast. They were talking about beef fishing, and um, they had a whole bit about how the entirety of Limp Biscuit just really loves Welsh buffets um so i would lure them in with that a welsh buffet yeah what is that i don't know i couldn't yeah i (laughs) I think it's just like welsh food i could make like sausage rolls or something (laughs) i would ask fred yours but the movie he made that he thinks people have forgotten about that we haven't forgotten about with john travolta in 2021 called the fanatic is so bad I've forgotten about the it. Acting yeah, I also forgot about it. I also awful. forgot about it, but apparently Doug didn't. <laughs> but, yeah, well, I, me and my dad, we've always, my dad traveled a lot for work when I was a kid, so we've always bonded over movies that are so bad they're good that <laughs> right. no one's heard of. Fred Durst made a movie with John Travolta that is truly awful. Oh, now but I gotta it's go laughable, watch it. and I—it's called the fanatic. Yeah. Is it on anything? I think so. I know what I'm doing when I go home. But <laughs> I would ask him about that and let him know that hey, I'm still here. Yeah. I still remember. It's not going anywhere, buddy. <laughs> hey, I hate this movie. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, I—I uh, I don't think I—I I don't think I heard anything about that. But I, I'm with you. I do enjoy uh, some really terrible movies that. Yeah. Uh, which is one of my, you know, uh, like mystery science theater and stuff like that, to where they. Make fun of some of those uh, classic, uh, terrible movies like that. So, I'm a gigantic fan of like The Room, yeah. Tommy Wiseau. <laughs> right, uh, I love it to death. I always will be into it. It's a very acquired taste. Right, a lot of people don't really get it, and it's totally understandable. But me and my dad and like a couple million people love it. Yeah. Just a few. Yeah. That's how I feel about Marley and Me. Oh, <laughs> shut up! Too soon. I'm gonna start crying yeah. right now. <laughs> Yeah. Uh, all right. So uh, we obviously, uh, you know, we got a lot happening. Big, big year for uh, yes, sir. Uh, coming up, we got you know a lot of new music, big shows. Um, is there anything else that we'd like to uh, accomplish this year? Is there is there still uh, some things on the list of goals we'd like to to do? Or this is just a year for new music for right. us. Mm-hmm. We spent yeah. a lot of time grinding went to start live and now that live shows are a bit easier for us we're doing new music new mm-hmm. music new music i, see, I want to get a manager yeah I, I have we a manager should have a manager as well i do have a manager lined up just uh, yeah. i want to pull the trigger on it All right we probably should maybe after this batch of shows we can start talking to her yeah. Yeah. oh yeah but if you need a manager um kenna gilreath she just graduated and has like full degree in music and entertainment management All so right. she's here in st louis if you need oh, yeah. one nice shout out i think full album down the pipe yeah full full album. For sure. yeah we're planning on putting out a couple new songs this summer but then definitely yeah. a full album if not this year early or like early to mid spring next year let's get full album for my birthday for Easy. That, yeah. for, December. Yeah. That's my birthday gift. We can yeah. do that. Lock ourselves in a our, private space for two months. We can get yeah. the the bachelor mansion <laughs> and, <laughs> and lock ourselves in there for the night. We're gonna pull of them crooked vultures and just go off the grid 
while we do it. There you go. I'm already off the grid. <laughs> we know. Just, uh, yeah. People are going to be seeing a lot more of us, and it's going to be fun, and we're excited. So mm-hmm. yeah, well, very cool. Well, I'm excited to see, hear some new tunes and see what's next for the group. So uh, again, you can get plugged in uh, Luminal Band STL on social or Instagram there, and then uh, but yeah, come on out to a show this summer. See yeah. what see what you, uh, see what's all about. Oh, yeah. yeah, we do have a Facebook now as well. So if yeah, you're over 35, Subliminal <laughs> <laughs> um, STL. On yeah, Facebook. and we make events on there, so you can tell us if you're going. Yeah, and then you can add it to your calendar. Well. Yeah, I've been thinking about making a LinkedIn for the page. There you go. <laughs> yeah. Also on Truth Social. <laughs> <laughs> I'm actually gonna. Start- gonna figure out how to make a myspace yeah just for that i'll bring it back like yeah. maybe we can make a geocities website yeah. club penguin club penguin, <laughs> club penguin. <laughs> and we've talked about uh moving strictly to rumble so <laughs> well, i'm just kidding you could also find I'm us on wizard 101 um oh, yeah. at luminal band stl yeah we got a guild going on there <laughs> yep if you guys want to feed our neopets <laughs> letterboxed <laughs> All the things. Been starving for yeah. Yeah. Chat, no. We're also releasing a full line of luminal pillow pets, um, <laughs> like the ones that fold in Velcro. They the will all have Jaden's face, though. Yeah, but it's Jaden's face and Stewie Griffin's body. <laughs> yeah, well, it's got There's a body a part from each one of us. Yeah, yeah, like, it has my big toe. Yeah. Our favorite parts <laughs> of ourselves. <laughs> Again, bit, my big toe. <laughs> We kid quite a bit, but just new music, new shows. We're on social medias. We're on all platforms, and get ready. We're really excited. We have a lot to share. So we do. Well, very cool. Well, thank you all. Thanks for spending some time with me, and uh, this was a lot of fun. I really had a good time. Thanks, Thanks for having us again. And uh, we'll, hopefully, we'll uh, we can link up in uh, December and talk about that new record. Totally. Yeah, yeah, December thirtieth. If anyone wants to wish me happy yeah. birthday. <laughs> yeah. Happy early birthday. Yeah, happy Thank early, you. I thought you were going ahead and announcing the album release date. Right. I was like, yeah. <laughs> I mean, that's a good goal to set. That yeah. is my goal. Our, my December goal 30th. for us is my birthday. Around Alice's birthday is when the new Luminol. At the, um, at the karaoke party. party. Oh, karaoke yeah, we'll, party. we'll have an album release yeah. party at Nick's Bob. Yeah. Yes. Yeah. <laughs> All right. Thank you. Thanks, everybody. Bye, everyone. Bye. Bye. Bye.